it is true that when you want to do something, there will be a lot of people saying no. Mm. You really have to listen to yourself and find your true alignment and just keep doing. And there's a famous quote, right? And the fastest way to get there is slow. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you just keep doing it, it will happen. You will get there, but you have to just keep doing it. And along the way, all the no's and the failures, learning how to enjoy that as a journey instead of a failure is really what's going to keep you on track. Hi, I'm Biz Kush, a life coach and therapist and your host here on the Awaken Your Wise Woman podcast. We're talking to women all over the world who found their way back to themselves, to their inner knowing, to their intuition, to their wisest self. We're exploring how to feel alive, authentic, engaged, and fully present in your life. Let's awaken your wise woman. Hi, I'm Biz Kush, and this is the Awaken Your Wise Woman podcast. Welcome back. I am very excited to introduce my next guest because I think it's perfect for this time of the year with the holidays coming up, people taking vacations, more and more people traveling all over the world, which I must admit I did too. I did some traveling last month. I was able to go to Europe to see my son play. His band opened for Dinosaur Jr., a 90s rock band. So we were able to see him in both Antwerp and Paris, and it was super fun. We had, you know, my other two kids came, my husband and I went. We all got to spend time together there which we haven't done in a long time, not time together, traveling, experiencing new things. And it was so, so great, which segues so perfectly into this week's conversation. But before I get to that, I wanted to share that if you sign up for the newsletter, you will get all the new episodes delivered to your email as well as some personal reflections from me, coaching tips, mindfulness tips, and offers for free sessions occasionally. I only offer those through the newsletter. I know I've done that before here on the podcast, but I am going to be exclusively offering them through the newsletter, free sessions, free 90-minute coaching sessions with me. So if you want to know more about those or be up to date about when those events are happening, sign up. You can go to elizabethcushcoaching.com forward slash sign up or click the link in the show notes and get yourself a free journal as well as all the latest tips from the podcast and me. So today my guest is Gatika Agrawal. And sadly, I asked her her name at the very beginning of our conversation before I hit record and then went on to mispronounce it throughout the rest of the episode. So I apologize. But yeah, so Gitika Agrawal is here on the podcast to talk about her amazing business. 
vacation with an artist. So as I said, seems perfect timing for here around the holidays or if you're planning your next trip, be amazing. All the opportunities she shares that are available through her company that you can go experience and immerse yourself in. Sounds awesome. So here's my conversation with Geetika. My guest this week is Geetika Agrawal, who founded VAWA, or Vacation with an Artist, in 2017. As a young architecture student in India, she spent her summers traveling all across the country to work with artists. She experienced how traditional crafts were passed down through generations and how they were evolving in real time, shaping global culture. These transformative experiences inspired her to make them available to others. And this desire led to the creation and launch of VAWA, Vacation with an Artist. Gitika's inspiration to create this company to help others really fully experience crafts and artwork in a cultural setting, I think is just so cool and such a fun idea that I wanted to know more about her and more about her company. And she shares a lot of her journey with us, what inspired her to create Bawa and why it was so important to her in her life. So I hope you enjoy this conversation and let's get it going. Hi, Geetika. How are you? So glad to have you on the podcast and welcome. Thank you, Liz. I'm super excited to be on the show today. Yeah, it's it's really fun. I would say you're probably a little bit of a different guest because oftentimes I'm talking to either other coaches or healers or, but your organization really intrigued me and I wanted to know more about you and what inspired you to create it? So if you could share a little bit about yourself, that would be great. Yeah, absolutely. So I am, I'm a designer by profession and now a founder of Vacation with an Artist, also known as VAWA, which is V-A-W-A-A. And my story is, is quite interesting. I keep thinking about my own story. And I think the one common thread that I keep finding is I I have always been creating. I've always been dreaming of things and then finding ways to bring them to life. Mm-hmm. And uh, very early on, growing up in India, mm-hmm. I decided to pursue a creative path as an architect. And this is growing up in a country where everyone is an engineer or a doctor or a lawyer. And so this is a very unusual thing to dream about. And Mm. I remember telling my parents for the first time, I want to be an architect. And they did not know how to help me because they did not know a single architect. Mm. Yeah. And like even six degrees, we didn't know any architects. And so I remember just going through the yellow pages and just calling up architects and saying, I'm a student, I want to become an architect and what schools do I go to and what do I do? And eventually I ended up in one of the best architecture schools in the country. Wow! But that was kind of really 
the common thread throughout everything that I've done from there on, which is, you know, architecture to then I decided I wanted to combine design and technology into my work. Mm. And so I designed, started designing interactive environments and experiences. I wanted whatever I was designing to be interactive, you know? Yeah, yeah. I didn't want things to be just static. And then I got into the whole internet world and started designing for our modern day world, you know, websites and apps and things like that. But I think what was common in all of that was, again, I was designing things for people. Mm -hmm. Something that would enrich their life, either as a short-term experience or a long-term experience. Mm -hmm. Because I think I've always believed that experiences are what shape us. Mm. So true, right? Mm. Yeah. And that's, re I mean, of course, you go to school, that's your education and all those things and the things we do at our work, you know, things we learn. But it's really the life's experiences that shape our thinking and our yeah. perspectives. And it's just something I have always seen in my personal life is experiences. I'm always looking for ways to immerse into an experience that's going to connect some random dots in my brain and it's going to teach me something new. And mm. that is kind of the core of why I even started VAWA okay. is because I love to travel. And again, traveling is all about oh, yeah. opening your mind and experiencing. Yeah. But instead of just seeing the things, I would always just go and spend time with amazing artists and makers. I would just kind of apprentice with them, wow, shadow them. And it was that human connection, like talking to someone else from another culture but who's a master of their work. So, mm -hmm. but also of work that reflects the culture, uh, crafts reflect a culture. And yeah. so a master who is creating something is reflecting society. Yeah. And so for me, it just became a way to experience a culture. It became a way to experience a new craft, another way of thinking and more importantly, it gave me a chance to reflect on my own self. Mm, yes, yes, yes. And can you share some of maybe your early traveling apprenticeship type experiences that you've had? Yeah, sure. So when I was in architecture school, and this is 20, more than 20 years ago, I would travel to parts of India. And so I traveled to South India to a town called Tanjavur. Uh, mm -hmm. which is known for brass lamps. So when you see a lot of Indian ceremonies, you light a brass oil lamp. Mm -hmm. And so there's a big cottage industry and a lot of masters making brass lamps and sculptures. So I spent some time learning how to make brass lamps. And wow. again, I was not going to become a brass lamp maker. Like that was not why I was going. It was yeah. more about immersing myself into that town, which is known for brass lamp making and just working with the artist. I got to connect deeply with him, but his family, who's all part of the craft. Wow. I understood why, like the whole cultural symbolism around using brass lamps and using them to 
you know, it's auspicious to light them before the start of a ceremony or something. Yeah. Uh, so there yeah. was like all that cultural knowledge I was soaking in. Wow. And then I, I still remember there was apparently a big, like some kind of a martial art event going on in that it's a small town and there were teams from a lot of like Asian countries that had come. So it was like a big thing for the local community but as a tourist because I was still a tourist right I Mm -hmm. I don't live there Uh there's no way I would have known that this is happening in the city but because I was with the artist they knew what's going on in their town what's the most important thing going on in their town yeah that everyone is involved in I got to learn about it and then go with the artist and just spend the whole evening with them in like this ground where all these teams were there the whole village was there and they were cheering and they were having the best time and I didn't even understand the language but it was just to be part of that community Mm -hmm. to experience what they were experiencing and like what excited them was just so amazing so that was just like one example of uh, an apprenticeship that I did then I did uh, silver jewelry making in Indonesia Wow. And did ceramics in Dominican Republic. My goodness. So these these were just like in my early on, but ever since I've started Bawa, we currently work with 115 artists yeah. in 26 countries. Yeah, I, I was looking at the website. I was like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I would say I would I've done about 25 plus of them. Okay. And, and so, yeah, I mean, there are potters, the wood furniture makers, sculptors, textile, we, weaving, natural dyeing, calligraphy. I've done calligraphy in Kyoto. Wow. Ebru painting in Turkey. So there, yeah, so it's really a wide variety. And I just find these moments of uh, apprenticeship, you know, when I'm immersed for a few days working with the artist. I just find like I am so disconnected from from my current life Mm -hmm. that it's just it's it's an escape but in a not in a way where I'm running from something yeah yeah. but an escape where I'm searching for something new Mm. and it gives me a chance to you know like we were always walking in our day-to-day in this like narrow field mm-hmm. and it just opens that spectrum for me every time and I come back slightly a changed person yeah I would imagine just being so immersed in the craft but also the culture that of the craft I guess yeah yes yes exactly and I think also just speaking to these masters just the simple conversations are like a masterclass in life. Yeah. Because I was speaking to one of our newest artists, uh, Rob. He is a beekeeper in uh, Napa Valley, California. Mm-hmm. And it's our first apprenticeship, which is truly like into the nature. Like it's, it's still arts. We consider it arts, but it's working with living beings like a bee. Yeah. Yeah, and we were speaking, and he was just talking about bees. I've I've seen beekeeping. I've taken a class in beekeeping, but he was talking about like the whole ecosystem of bees, like looking at the world through mm-hmm. bees, like how 
bees, everything they do is for the good of the hive, mm. not yeah. for themselves. Yeah. And that's just a life lesson, right? Like we as a society, if we all did things that were in interest of our community, of our civilization versus just me, yeah. we would all just thrive so much more. And so there are lessons in art and craft in the entire discipline of making things out of nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That even if you're not going to practice the art form, they're going to be applicable to life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I find that as we sort of dive into more creative ways of learning, you know, whether you're learning a craft or learning beekeeping or taking a dance class or whatever it is, it does open up different parts of us that we don't necessarily utilize day to day, going to work, getting up, doing your regular sort of life. And I think sometimes it can, it's something that we... I feel like here in the U.S., the idea of artwork as being a form of learning, we've kind of lost that. It's almost become like something, you know, that's extra, that isn't necessary to have in your life all the time, which it feels just so disconnected from the way it should be to me. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, it all happened during the Industrial Revolution, right? Before that, art making was just, I mean, craft was about creating things that we used in our everyday day-to-day -day life. So someone yeah. was weaving baskets and those baskets is what we were using in our day-to-day -day life. So it was so integrated in our everyday life that it was not something extra that you did. That was your work. Yeah. Yeah. We were creating furniture and that's the furniture we were using in our home. We clothing, were right? Clothing. <laughs> um, we were wearing it. We were creating all types of food and eating that. And so craft has always been very, very integrated into our life. That's why craft exists is because we use those things. It's not just for decoration. Yeah. And it's with the Industrial Revolution, we we got disconnected from how things are made, where things come from. Yeah. We don't know how much wood it takes to make the chair that we're sitting on. So right. I think we're just disconnected from the process. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's also very interesting about going back to the arts and making things is I think we're also connecting physically to our bodies again because we're just so used to doing things with our thumbs and fingers now and you know just typing away <laughs> that we've got disconnected from our body yeah that's so true <laughs> and and when you can move when you work and make things with hands and you hmm. kind of reconnect it's like to make that pot on a potter's wheel you your whole mind body has to be one to yeah. make that pot come to life I mean, there's just no other way that pot is going to happen if no. it's not aligned. Not and true. I think that's why people are finding so much relief in making things again. Uh, I love this uh, headline that New York Times had a couple of years ago. It said, pottery is the new Pilates. Hmm. Interesting. 
And I thought, I, yeah, and it's so true. I mean, I live in Brooklyn and yeah. all the pottery studios are built. Like there's no spot for another six months. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. And that is such a physical craft pottery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've people want it. Done it one time. Yeah. But yeah, you're in the hands in the clay and working it. And yeah. Wow. That's interesting. So what types of vacations with an artist can people experience with your company? And do you typically, I mean, I would imagine, and I'm just making this up because this is where I am in my life, just being older, having time in my schedule, potentially having a little bit more money in my life to being able to afford to take different vacations or different experiences. Do you find that's your clientele? Also, what can we do if we were to sign up with your vacation with an artist? Yeah, yeah. Well, those are all amazing questions. There are quite a few in there. I know, um, I know. I, I packed it. I, that my brain was going in all kinds of different directions. I love them, though. I love them, though. <laughs> you know, you said something very interesting. It's You said, not that you have more time and money and opportunity. Uh, yes, that is our primary audience we do see a lot of especially women in their Mm. midlife finally finding time for themselves and saying you know what now I'm just going to explore all the passions that I had and nothing's holding me back yeah yeah however it's really broad we see all kinds of people go on a vow we also have burnt out professionals Mm. we have the younger generation who cares more about experiences because they have everything else on their fingertips you know like they have all the information they they can they're already buying a dollar ten dollar coffee like (laughs) so like I think I think now they care for things that are more meaningful Mm -hmm. and not just commodities they are craving for human connection like they yeah there's so much isolation so people want that connection so we find, I mean, our youngest audience was eight years old. Wow. I know. I yeah, went with uh, mother and grandmother. Oh, wow. And our oldest was 77-year-olds, two brothers from the United States. They went to Tanzania to do stone sculpture. And for them, it was just like, yeah, you know, we're kind of at that time where we're why not we've never done stone sculpture we've never thought we would ever do it but if not now when (laughs) (laughs) and yeah so yeah so literally all kind of people a lot of solo women travelers Mm. so the kind of vacations you can go on really vary you can go choose from 115 artists in 26 countries. Mm -hmm. So it could be doing pottery in Slovenia. So you spend four to seven days working with the artist in their studio for like a week doing pottery. So every day you show up at the studio, you work for like the morning or the afternoon, and then you have rest of the day free to do other things. In most cases, the artist is there to, you know, take you around or you might end up eating with them or end up meeting their friends. Um, and so you're doing that, you know, for six, seven days. Now you have a new routine, um, yeah. which is different than the routine you've had. 
and you're not worrying about all the checklist of things to you have something to do every day so you can relax more uh-huh. and then you have a local which is in this case the artist to give yeah. you tips on what to do yeah. all the things you can do so again it's actually very relaxing you don't have to feel the stress of being a traveler or someone new in a new country yeah so yeah you could be doing pottery in slovenia you could be doing pottery in guadalajara mexico you could be doing pottery in united states you know in santa fe mm. you could be doing natural dyeing or weaving in mexico oh. or calligraphy in kyoto making your own leather shoes crazy in prague or london or within the united states we have 22 artists so you could go painting in napa valley mm. or make bamboo sculptures in oregon mm. or make your own kayak or a canoe in maine oh my so yeah i mean there are just you could go for jewelry making thing you could either work in gold you or you can work with stones you could work so there's a sacred adornment baba in Topanga Canyon in California oh, wow. a lovely artist so very very connected to mind body again like jewelry that that is connected to mm-hmm. your spirit yeah yeah and so yeah i would say if anyone is interested all they have to do is go to the website and look at all the artists there you can filter by the destination. Mm-hmm. So you can filter by country, you can also filter by art form whether you want paper, jewelry, music, dance. So there's tango in Buenos Aires for example. Wow. Or you can make your own perfumes in LA. Wow, such a varied um experiences, so many. Ex- yeah. Exactly. So yeah, you just pick pick the artist you like, pick the and then just pick the dates that are available so each artist has their calendar open calendar and mm-hmm. you you know submit the booking request um someone from the vawa team will then be there with you from start to finish to kind of support you in any of your planning if you need like if you need recommendations for how to get there other things to do or if you have any other questions uh we're there to support you throughout you will also tailor it you know you can say i want to if if you don't know what you want to learn specifically in ceramics for example mm-hmm. you can say i'm coming with an open mind i'm ready to learn whatever or some people might say i want to learn how to make bowls and and so you can come up with whatever you want to do and and the artist will tailor it for you cool so we kind of ma- help you manage that and it's all one on one So mm. you never have to worry about not being able to focus on what you want to focus on. So it's not like a fixed curriculum. So it is really tailored to you. Wow. So yeah. That's so I don't know, it just feels like it's so much I'm going to say the word love. I don't know if that's right, but from you into this company to make it such a personal experience. for the clients because i mean you can sign up for a tour to go to somewhere but you're going to be with 15 other people and are you really going to get what you want or this feels very so personalized that's amazing yeah 
Yeah, I think like for us, that's really our mission is, you know, we just want to create a more human, more connected, more creative world. And Mm. that doesn't always come from commoditizing things. It comes from these genuine connections, this genuine exchange that happens between two people. Mm -hmm. And we want to keep that alive as much as possible. Very cool. And if you were to share some personal wisdom about what you've learned on this journey in your life with other listeners, what might that be? Oh my God, so many. I I have like a whole book filled with this because (laughs) every day I feel I'm just starting in life. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I would say some of the wisdom that I've been thinking about more lately, because it changes, changes as in there are things that are top of mind. Um, But what's really top of mind for me these days is it is true that when you want to do something, there'll be a lot of people saying no. Mm. You really have to listen to yourself and find your true alignment and find what is your icky guy? I use that word a lot. <laughs> and just keep doing. And there's a famous quote, right? And the fastest way to get there is slow. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you just keep doing it, it will happen. You'll get there. But you have to just keep doing it. <laughs> and along the way, all the no's and the failures learning how to enjoy that as a journey instead of a failure is really what's going to keep you on track. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I keep reminding myself that because we had the pandemic. Oh my gosh. Oh. And we are in a business where people travel. Yes. So people stop traveling. And so many businesses, travel businesses shut down and we survived. Amazing. And that is because I think, again, it's just you keep doing it. And because we kept doing it, our community just sees that, that we are doing this. I mean, we totally believe in this. And so the community stood up for us. Wow. When people stop traveling, nobody asked for a refund. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. They all asked for credit. Mm. All the artists showed up and said, all right, people can't come into your studio. What else can we do? And that's where we proposed, why don't we start doing online sessions? And then we co-created these online sessions so people could learn from home. So there are so many of these moments that happened where things could have just stopped. Right. But I think again, in that moment, just saying, okay, no, but we've got to keep going. Like, this is important. This matters. And then other people start showing up. Yeah. Yeah. For you. So I think like, for me, it's, I have to keep reminding myself because this journey is hard. It, it is. is very, very, very hard. Yeah. And so I have to just keep reminding myself, keep going, keep slow, keep focusing on the why, on the why, why Mm -hmm. are we doing this Mm -hmm. and really keep 
our customer, and in our case, it's both the traveler as well as the artists at the center of it. Like we are here to serve them and their needs. And the more we are in service mm-hmm. to others, yeah. the more we can keep going. It just fuels us yeah. to keep serving. Because I think like by nature, humans are like that. We feel good about helping others. So yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I would say that's kind of what I'm thinking of a lot these days. I like that. I like that. And I think that agreeing with you that like, you know, going back to what you said at the beginning about experience being so much a part of what, what your company is about, but how it helps us develop as people, that's good experiences and bad experiences, right? Like even when it's hard, that impacts who we are and how we become who we are. Totally, totally. And yeah, it's those mini lessons in it every yes. day. Yes. That eventually keep opening new roads for us. And then you look back, and I always remember this story of this old woman I had heard who had traveled around the world. And like when she kind of died, how people spoke about her. Mm. And I think of like looking back when I'm like 80, how am I going to? think of my life journey I don't want it to be a straight line (laughs) (laughs) it's all the twists and turns that are going to make it exciting so so if I can take the current twists and turns you know which feel really hard right now yeah as actually those highlight moments in my life story then I feel differently about it then you know I can I feel a little less stressed about it and I can then enjoy it a little bit more than say oh no I you know instead of feeling sad I can kind of laugh at it (laughs) yeah yeah bringing some humor always makes things a little bit easier yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. so how do people if they were interested if the listeners wanted to know more about Bawa and your company how would they do that well, can you just go to Google and search vacation with an artist, or you can just go to vawaa.com and uh, that's how you can go to the site. We're also on Instagram at Bawa and also on Facebook and Twitter. You can also subscribe to the newsletter because we're always announcing new artists. We just mm. announced a new artist in San Miguel, Allende, in, uh, in Mexico last week. We're announcing another artist from Mexico this weekend, this Saturday. And then we're, yeah, every week we're announcing new artists. So it, I highly encourage everyone to sign up for the newsletter. Awesome. Well, I will uh, include all the links to figure out how to find you in the show notes. And yeah, we'll get that out to everybody. Thank you so much, Gitika, for being a part of the podcast today. Thank you so much, Liz. Thanks for having me and great questions. Well, I'm curious to know what you all thought of that conversation with Gitika and her company, Vacation with an Artist, I think her insight at the end that as we head out on this journey of our lives, there's always going to be people who tell us no, who don't believe in us, who maybe think our ideas are crazy or whatever. 
But if you believe in it, if you truly feel that this is your life's calling or just this is really important to you, try it. Keep going. Work hard. Work slow. Get there. In the end, it's so worth it. So, so worth it. I know for me, this podcast was a a thing that I felt really, really, truly inspired to create. And there were definitely some naysayers in my world about would it be too much time, money, effort to put into this thing that wasn't going to actually generate income on any, you know, maybe not for a long time, but it was so important to me that I went ahead and did it. I did it. I pushed through. It took some time to grow it and to really get to where we are today. And I'm so happy that I did because I get to talk to people like Gitika and others, other wise women around the world. And that's really amazing. I love the connection. I love the conversations. I hope you enjoyed this one. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Wise Woman podcast. The information in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. Music by Andy Cush, sound editing by Laura Disler, and show notes by Kathy Cush. If you'd like more information about me, Biz Cush, and the resources shared today, go to awakenyourwisewoman.com.